I'm Charlie Rossiter, and this is Poetry Spoken Here. Yes, it's not the first or third Friday of the month. We decided to put in a bonus podcast because, hey, it's April, it's Poetry Month. So I went looking around to try to find something a little different that I thought you would find interesting. Certainly, I find it very interesting. It helps to have a high-quality liberal arts college in your neighborhood. So I was up there at the library at Bennington College musing around, and I found this fabulous book called The Book of Negro Folklore. It was published in 1958, which explains the title, co-edited by Langston Hughes, someone we all know, and Arna Bonton, who is also pretty well known as a literary figure, longtime friend of Hughes, and they worked on projects together, like this one, and Monton was active in the Harlem Renaissance and the black arts movement of the 60s. Now, inexplicably, this anthology is not mentioned in the Poetry Foundation's entry on Hughes. I was quite surprised because I, once I opened this book and started looking at it, I was just blown away by its content. In case you're wondering, yes, there's some poetry in here, There are uh, song lyrics that, of course, cross over with poetry. There's chapter on blues, and, of course, Hughes fits into that beautifully. So I just want to mention, so in in the chapter, which Hughes calls Poetry in the Folk Manor, it's like a who's who of writers of the time. We got Paul Lawrence Dunbar, James Weldon Johnson, Gene Toombs, Sterling Brown, Langston himself, and many others. I'm just going to go through different sections of the book. It's got about 20 different chapters, so I can't be comprehensive. But I'll try to sample things that stuck out to me. And we'll start with a little short poem from the poetry chapter by Langston. It's called Motto. I play it it cool and dig all jive. That's the reason... I stay alive. My motto as I live and learn is dig and be dug in return. I think that just sets up something I would call cool for us. (laughs) Because that's the way it says, dig and be dug. Now, there's history in here too. You probably uh, know about Bessie Smith blues singer. Here's a homage. Blues for Bessie. You know, she uh, she died because she was down south and had an auto accident uh, on tour in 1937. And uh, she bled to death because the only hospital in the area would not treat her because she was black. This is Blues for Bessie. Let the people know what they did in that southern town. Say, let the people know what they did in that southern town. They left poor Bessie dying with the blood streaming down. Bessie left Chicago in a brand new Cadillac. Don't take no excuses, but she wore her morning black. Bessie, Bessie, she wore her morning black. She went riding down to Dixie and they shipped her body back. Wasn't terrible when that rain came down. 
Yeah, wasn't it terrible when the rain come down and old death caught poor Bessie down in that Jim Crow town. The thunder roared and the lightning broke the sky. Yeah, the thunder roared and the lightning broke the sky. And you could hear poor Bessie moaning, Great God, please don't let me die. Her holler, Lord, please help me. But he never heard a word she said. Holler, Lord, somebody, please help me. They never heard a word she said. Friend, when your luck runs out in Dixie, it don't matter, don't do no good to pray. Well, they gave poor Bessie to the undertaker man. Old Death and Jim Crow done the job hand in hand. Yeah, Bessie, Bessie won't sing the blues no more. Cause they let her go down bloody, traveling from door to door. Bessie left Chicago in a brand new Cadillac 8. Yeah, Bessie left Chicago in a great big Cadillac 8. But they shipped poor Bessie back in that lonesome midnight freight. Lord, let the people know what they did in that southern town. Let the people know what they did in that southern town. They left poor Bessie dying with the blood streaming down. Yeah, that always gets me. When I first heard that story, it was just, oh my God. Here's another one from the same, from the same chapter called Young Girl's Blues. I'm going to walk to the graveyard behind my friend Miss Cora Lee. Yeah, I'm going to walk to the graveyard behind my friend, dear friend Cora Lee. Because when I'm dead, somebody will have to walk behind me. I'm going to the house to see old Aunt Clue. Going to the poor house to see my old Aunt Clue. Because when I'm old and ugly, I want to see somebody too. And the poor house is lonely and the grave is cold. Yeah, the poor house is lonely. And the graveyard grave is cold. But I'd rather be dead than be ugly and old. When love is gone, what can a young gal do? When love is gone... What can a young gal do? Keep on loving me, Daddy, because I don't want to be blue. That's Young Gal's Blues, written by Langston Hughes. Here's another bit of, bit of history from a chapter called The Jazz Folk. Now, this is not an anthropological text. It's a literary book. So um, we're not told how this material was collected or, or selected. But this is called Billy Holiday's story, this little entry. And it's as you can tell, it's it's Billy Holiday herself talking. And uh here you are. I guess I was nine years old then, been listening to Pops, that Satchmo, and Bessie ever since that time. Of course my mother considered that type of music sinful. She'd whip me in a minute if she caught me listening to it. Those days we were supposed to listen to hymns or something like that. This is the truth. Mother and I were starving. It was cold. Father had left us and remarried when I was ten. Mother was a housemaid and couldn't find work. I tried scrubbing floors, too, but I just couldn't do it. We lived on 145th Street near 7th Avenue. One day, we were so hungry, we could hardly breathe. I started out the door. It was cold as all hell, and I walked from 145th to 113th down 7th Avenue, going in every joint trying to find work. Finally, I got so desperate, 
I stopped at the Log Cabin Club run by Jerry Preston. I told him I wanted a drink. I didn't have a dime, but I ordered gin. It was my first drink, and I didn't know gin from wine, and I gulped it down. I asked Preston for a job. I told him I was a dancer. He said, dance. I tried it. He said, I stunk. I told him I could sing. He said, sing. Over in the corner was an old guy playing the piano. He struck traveling, and I sang. The customers stopped drinking. They turned around and watched. The pianist, Dick Wilson, swung into body and soul. Geez, you should have seen those people. They started crying. Preston came over, shook his head, said, Kid, you win. That's how I got my start. First thing I did was get a sandwich. I gulped it down. Believe me, the crowd gave me $18 in tips. I ran out the door, bought a whole chicken, ran up 7th Avenue to my home. Mother and I ate that night, and we have been eating pretty well ever since. You know, I don't think I'm singing. I feel like I'm playing a horn. I try to improvise like Les Young, like Louis Armstrong, or someone else I admire. What comes out is what I feel. I hate straight singing. I have to change a tune to my own way of doing it. That's all I know. Now that's Billie Holiday talking about the uh, earliest days of her career and, uh, well, a little bit there about what she thinks about uh, about her singing and the uh, artistry of it. Here's a little something from a section called Pastime Rhymes. There are all kinds of things. There, there are rhymes in here like you get when you uh, jump double dutch and sing little strange rhymey things. This is called Ancestry. Ancestry. I don't know your face and I don't know your name, but I can tell by your hair your papa was a bear. I don't know your face and I don't know your name, but I'll talk about your mama just the same. <laughs> there are a whole bunch of those kind of little semi-nonsensical things in here. Oh, here's a little a little folk story, too. You know, like uh, Br'er Rabbit, those kind of stories? They're in here, too. And... um this one, there's and stories that they're in the vein of, uh, I would say, you know, why the fox has a bushy tail. So this one's called Christmas Gift. One day, around Christmas time, uh, God's walking down the street, and the devil's in that neighborhood too. And he saw God, and he hid the devil hid behind a stump. He was not afraid of God. He just wanted to get a Christmas present from God, and he didn't want to give God a present in return. So when God came up to him, the devil jumped out from behind the stump and yelled, Christmas gift! Which strikes me as pretty weird. And God just looked over his shoulder, kept on walking and said, take the East Coast. And he just kept on going. And folks, that is why we have storms and mosquitoes on the East Coast, because it's the devil's property. So there you go, a touch of folk wisdom. You probably wondered why we have storms and mosquitoes on the East Coast. And there's there's an answer. You're listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm your host, Charlie Rossiter, and we're taking a 
Look Inside the Book of Negro Folklore, co-edited by Langston Hughes and Arna Bonton, published in 1958. If you're wondering, this book is long out of print, but it is available online at around $20. I think you can find a copy. Uh, sadly, I noticed some uh, some of the online copies described as library discards, and you know this is exactly the kind of book that should be in libraries, but that's my opinion. Let me tell you, there's a black magic chapter, and I'll give you just a couple of tips. Uh, if you'd like to drive a woman crazy, sprinkle nutmeg on her left shoe every night at midnight. That's right. Nutmeg on the left shoe every night at midnight. Doesn't say how long you have to do that. And presumably, eventually, that will drive her crazy. Um, here's another one. If you've got an enemy that you, uh, you have it out for and you want to do him harm, here's what you do. Put his name in a dead bird's mouth and let the bird dry up. And this will bring him bad luck. Just stick his name in your handy dead bird's mouth and let it dry up. And that enemy of yours will sure enough have bad luck. Now let's uh, take a look at something. This book could not, could not be uh, complete without some entries by Simple. Simple is a character created by Langston Hughes. There are some books of Simple's. They're little short stories, like flash fiction length, uh, episodic. And typically, uh, someone is t- intervie- kind of interviewing, conversing with uh, Simple about a topic of the day. And Simple's the kind of guy who's, yeah, sure he's simple, but also, of course, he's insightful, or he wouldn't be interesting. Written by Langston Hughes, okay? So, uh, what we got here is something, well, Simple talking about gospel singers. And he says, you know, they they put on a good show. It's the way some churches advertise gospel singers. I saw a poster, said, Sister Mimi Lightfoot and her gospel show. They were charging a dollar to come in, and the admission program cost 25 cents. Did you go in? Well, I did, and it was fine. Four large ladies in sky-blue robes sung On My Journey Now. They sung it and swung it real gone. With a jazz piano behind them that sounded like a cross between Nellie Lutcher and Count Basie. Them four sisters started slow, then worked it up and worked it up and worked it up till... So they come on like gangbusters, led by Sister Lightfoot. Then they started walking up and down the aisles from the pulpit to the rear, making out like they was on their journey to the promised land, and the church fell in. They did the last part over about 17 times, and folks leaped and jumped and hollered and shouted and started marching too. Then they took up a collection for the benefit of Sister Lightfoot. The plates were overflowing. I put a dollar in myself. You mean after you already paid a dollar at the door? I were so moved, said Simple, that I did not mind contributing again. Besides, there was a young Negro there named McKissick who rocked the rafters. That boy could really sing a song. To tell the truth, gospel singers these days put more into a song than lots of, than lots of nightclub stars hanging onto the microphone, looking like they're on their last legs, you know? Besides... You can hear a gospel singer two blocks off singing and swinging without a mic even, which is why I have no objection to paying at the door and then shelling out some more when I get inside. 
even if they do invest most of it in automobiles. As good as them gospel singers sing, why should they not ride on rubber of any kind they want? I saw a quartet come driving up to a church once, and each one of the singers in the quartet was driving a different kind of car, and each one were fine. Them five boys got out of them five fine cars and went into the church and started singing, If I can just make it in, meaning into the kingdom. Then they also sung, I cannot get there by myself. And everybody said, Help me, Jesus, help me. And the congregation did so by contributing a dollar or a dollar and a half. And them boys took home a bushel full of money. And so that's just one view from good old simple. But I hope you've enjoyed this little this little episode here as we look at the book of Negro Folklore, a book that is highly recommended, certainly uh, part of my personal library, and uh, I think it'd be, you'll enjoy having it be a part of yours. Six, 600 pages of really fascinating material. I'm Charlie Rossiter. This is Poetry Spoken Here. Be with us again next time to let poetry speak to you. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rossiter, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack Rossiter Monday. And remember, Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetry spoken here. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetry spoken here. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere at gmail.com.